Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here. Hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. We hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. Lindsey Graham. Oh, my God. Mm. He has something to say <laughs> about your rights and your right to privacy and what you can and cannot do with your body. Is it ironic? Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham has come out. He gave a press conference. We're going to talk about it regarding what would happen if the Republicans take the Senate. Say goodbye to your right to privacy <sighs> and your right to choice. It was so bad. Even Mitch McConnell came out and said, Lindsey, you're acting a little crazy. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, y'all. I've been trying to get pregnant for years. I've been trying. No matter how I hard know. I try, I just can't get pregnant. Come on, boys. Load it oh, up. No. <laughs> I know, Lindsay, it's hard. The only children you have are your little ladybugs in your perineum. Fantastic. Oh. We're also going to talk about privacy. What does it mean? Is it completely gone? Visa, MasterCard, American Express. These entities are now going to be sharing government data. This is regarding guns and gun purchases. But we can talk about the conversation a little bit more more. When it comes to what else might be, mm-hmm. I don't know, something the government wants to know about. Maybe if you purchase Plan B with your American yes. Express card, would American Express mm. then go snitch you out, especially if the Senate Republicans get what they want, which is a total abolishment of all abortion rights, which, of course, Plan B would be on the chopping block as well. But before all of that, let's get to grifters. As Ooh. always, there's so many to get to. We got my pillow, Ooh. Mike oh. Lindell. He's not going to be sleeping too well. I'm not sure if they have his product in jail. Evidently, he uh, <laughs> attempted to tamper with voting machines in Colorado. So the FBI, while he was waiting oh. in line, I believe at a Hardee's, yes. they uh, knocked on his door and they took his phone. God knows what they're going to find on there. Also, we have the situation with the Oath Keepers. The main dude behind the Oath Keepers, this guy, Stuart Rhodes. And indeed, he looks like he got ran over by a series of cars. He asked for a special master in his case. However, the judge has denied him. But before those two, Steve Bannon, King Grifter, a man who is so confident in the white race that he has confidence even looking like that. He has been 
uh, charged now with deceiving donors in an effort to help Trump build the wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, anyone who is mildly capable of understanding how these things would work Mm. would know that Steve Bannon, no matter how much money you gave him, would have no ability to build the wall (laughs) on the U.S. southern border because it really has nothing to do with him. (laughs) He's 68 years old. He was handcuffed. He was brought into the New York State Court in Manhattan. There, of course, he screamed about how um, this is fraudulent and how justice will be served, yada, yada, yada. Finally, somebody is being held accountable for their actions when it comes to the unbelievable amount of grifting that we've seen over these past few years. According to Manhattan District Attorney Elvin Bragg, they say it is a crime to profit off the backs of donors by making false pretenses. Hmm. What do you guys think this means for Trump universe in general, of course, when we think about Trump universe, we also have to think of Trump University, which was Mm. another scam. Right. And now we have Bannon, who just took a bunch of money from the same people that give to Joel Osteen and the same people who buy shit products off of QVC, mostly people who might not have a lot of money in general Mm -hmm. and the small amounts of cash they do have. They've given to Steve Bannon. What do you Mm. guys think? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and say that, uh, you know, you compare like Gavin McGinnis, who faked his arrest with someone like Steve yes. Bannon, who Steve Bannon wanted to get arrested. This fits right into his narrative of what a martyr he is. Sure, he's 68, mm. but, you know, he's still wearing like five polo shirts, just like he's in a frat. It's pretty impressive <laughs> uh, that uh, that they keep spinning this, you know, they're grifting and then they get caught for their grifting, and then they turn that grifting into more grifting. It's pretty astounding. And of course, Steve Bannon, before he was a White House chief strategist, he was just a Hollywood producer. Hollywood mm. is the place that's, man, they, they <laughs> trade much like how prison trains you to be a better criminal. Hollywood trains you to be a better criminal. And Steve Bannon <laughs> learned everything from the overlords that are pumping out all the shit, the mostly Saudi-funded programming that we get today. So I guess it shouldn't be a surprise Mm -hmm. that Steve Bannon is the person who is one of the first to go down on such a level and actually facing serious time. He's looking at 15 years incarceration. And as we know, when it comes to the government, you can do a lot of stuff. You can get away with a lot of sketchy things, but they follow the money. Mm -hmm. And Steve Bannon has all the receipts. Right. And I think this might be the downfall of one of the most disgusting political architects of our lifetime. I want to thank you, Ben, for finally connecting the dots because I didn't understand why he was on the uh, the Chinese yachts and how he had gotten in with all these you know millionaires and billionaires. It's through television. That makes sense. That's why he's yeah. such a vile man. <laughs> it, it, it also backs up the old uh, the old axiom that Washington is just ugly people's Hollywood. Steve Bannon really owns that, let me tell you. <laughs> Bannon was charged with two counts of money laundering, three counts of conspiracy, and one count of scheming to defraud. And again, it's like we can make jokes and I don't give a shit about Steve Bannon. And politically, I don't give a shit about the people that gave him money. But Mm. there are ramifications to his actions and the Mm -hmm. people that did give him money. We can only hope this is a wake-up call for some of them to be like, oh, now I get it. Mm -hmm. This is so asinine. This would be, I mean, this is like somebody asking for money and saying that they're going to go and build 
F-15 jets with it. The government <laughs> yeah. takes care of these programs. Right. There's, these done. are not independent programs. It doesn't make any sense. It's so transparently a, a scam. And this has to be a home run case um, for the district attorney out there in Manhattan and New York. I don't have any sympathy for this guy at all. Do you do you see Trump distancing himself from Bannon or do you see him like doubling down even more that this well, is a swamp trap? And I think they're going to double down with the swamp trap. And I think that is always what Trump and his acolytes do. Double down, triple down, uh, deflect blame. And of course, as Travis said, pretend to be a victim. Get that mm-hmm. martyrdom support. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, many people who gave to Steve Bannon, I'm sure they do feel no matter what, that he was still his heart was in the right oh, place. Even sure. though, again, the only walls he built were the walls of his mansion that he built with the hard earned money of the people that gave it to him for free. The same man who rails against a socialist America, the same man <laughs> who says people have it too easy. Mm. The man, as Travis said, wears, wears five button down shirts. For no apparent reason. So weird. None. (laughs) Is just one of the worst people in America. And and I'll just add to that, that even if Trump keeps him in the orbit, doesn't keep him in the orbit, these are New York state charges. So they are not federal charges where, let's just say, Donald Trump gets reelected. He pulls a Grover Cleveland and he gets into office again in 2024. Mm. He cannot pardon Steve Bannon, the way he pardoned Steve Bannon last time preemptively, which was very fascinating. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you did anything <laughs> wrong. I'm going to give you a pardon just in case. Um, just but in these case. are New York, just in case something comes up. I don't know. Maybe I'm involved. New York State. You ever play the game Monopoly? <laughs> Get out a free jail card. Here you go. Oh. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Nice. Uh, I'll also take an apartment on Park Place, please. Awesome. Um, But again, New York state charges cannot be, they are not federal charges and they cannot be excused by any sitting president. And that is where, you know, again, 15 years in a New York prison as opposed to a federal prison, Steve Bannon, he's going to need more shirts to get through 15 years. Absolutely. And of course, what Travis is referring to is a term. Oh, it could be real sexy on a Saturday night. It's called double jeopardy. (laughs) And no, that's not where you have a whole series of different twins playing Jeopardy. It is when you have already, (laughs) again, been pardoned, Mm -hmm. later found convicted. So that's exactly what happened with Paul Manafort. Uh, He was facing seven and a half years in prison. A New York judge dismissed the state charges nine months later because they amounted to double jeopardy. Trump pardoned Manafort in December of 2020. But again, Bannon, this case is not a federal trial. It is a state trial. And we'll see what happens. Will he take the stand? I would assume the answer is yes. And will he burn it all down? I would also, (laughs) I would venture to bet it's going to be compelling testimony from a man with his feet on the coals. Do you think any of the people are going to get any of their money back specifically? No, No, it's gone, huh? It's gone. That's the worst. I mean, I buy, I wear one shirt and like, you're still like, it's not, you're losing money. No, he's just such an unbelievable asshole. And I'm just so happy um, that. He is getting what he deserves in this case. Now, again, Letitia James, these, I'm not in love with the, uh, uh, the DA no. of New York State or New York City. I mean, there's so many things going on there right now that are absolutely abhorrent. But this just seems like a little bit of justice. 
mm-hmm. for the people that have been grifted by him. Although, once again, I don't believe this was a class action lawsuit against him. The Ooh. people that gave him all of this money, they very well might still support him. It's sort of like Stockholm Syndrome. Right. Mm. Yeah. And there, they can basically rationalize that, oh, they're trying to stop him from doing what we wanted with our money. Exactly. And wow. how all strong <laughs> cult leaders function. You have to be persecuted, as Travis said. Through that persecution, the bond strengthens. And that's possibly what's going on right now in the minds of some of these folks who are so far down the disgusting conspiracy world that they live in that they won't be able to get out. Well, speaking of disgusting people, Stuart Rhodes, he's the Oath Keepers leader. Uh, He's the guy who sleeps with one eye open. Literally, he only has one eye. (laughs) Um, He asked for a special master. I haven't heard the term special master so much since slave days. I don't know why the hell we're hearing special master so much. It sounds like something that was discussed in Django Unchained. However, he has been denied that. Of course, he is on trial for his role in January 6th. Four people have been uh, found guilty for their role in January 6th, 2021, when they stormed the Capitol. Those four individuals were in a uh, hallway beating the living shit out of law enforcement officers. And it is not, as some people would want you to believe, a gulag. They are so lucky that things didn't work out worse for them because Mm. there was no law enforcement to stand up to them on January 6th. And you can only imagine what would be said about these people if they were with Black Lives Matter Mm. or actually were Antifa. Right. The gallows would be out from the people who are currently protecting those who, again, attempted to stop a free and fair election. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, speaking of stopping free and fair elections, as we talked about with deflection, Mike Lindell, I don't understand how he has the time. <laughs> I really don't. Because I was watching I was watching Fox News the other day, Tucker. Mm. And uh, Mike Lindell is a commercial. He has shoes now. Right. The he has slippers. Mike Lindell oh. slippers. Yeah. He's got towels. He's mm. got pillows, obviously. He's the My Pillow guy. Tampons are next. I don't, don't understand where he's, <laughs> how much this man does not sleep. Right. And I'm starting to really be concerned that his mental health is mm. absolute dog shit because he also evidently loves consuming Hardee's. He was in Mankato, <laughs> Minnesota, which I've been before. I'm probably eating at this Hardee's, as a matter of fact. And at this point, the agents served Lindell a search warrant and a grand jury subpoena, which means that they have been stalking him. Or stalk, yeah, stalking is the right term. Again, this is what the FBI does, for better or for worse. In this case, it looks like they may have a reason to go speak with this man, Mike Lindell. They were casing him, and they're like, we'll just get him at the Hardee's. <laughs> He goes every day. We know where he'll be. 
Can you imagine? It reminds me of when Olivia Wilde was given divorce papers from uh, Sudeikis when giving a Comic-Con uh, panel. I just feel oh, like wow. there are some places in this world that should be safe spaces. <laughs> the Hardee's. Uh, the drive-thru. Like, I just think you should not legally be allowed to arrest or serve a warrant in a drive-thru. Um, that's our time as citizens. But nonetheless, not defending Mike Lindell. Just wait until he consumes his monster burger. <laughs> sure. Or, you know, they're just giving him an extra napkin because Hardee's gets pretty messy. It really does. So the FBI acknowledged that the warrant was served, but declined to elaborate. Now, this is based upon what's been going on in Colorado. Now, evidently, Lindell uh, had something to do with messing with the voting machines in Colorado. So in a telephone in, uh, interview, Lindell told the Washington Post that he was not involved in the copying of Mesa County's election management system and did not meet Peters. Now, this person, Peters, is this uh, gal, Tina Peters. Uh, she was the clerk who was indicted in March on charges that she helped an outsider copy sensitive data from the county's election systems. So, hmm. again, when they talk about voter fraud, when they talk about uh, the corruption within our machines. And we've discussed Diebold and these companies, they need to be audited. I would like to know right. what's going on. I want to make sure that their systems are safe. But these people are actively attacking them. Hopefully they are safe. Otherwise, the My Pillow guy is going <laughs> to go and put our democracy to rest. So Lindell said, I have no idea what went on then. I have nothing to do with it. So the FBI, they now have his phone. And uh, we will figure out what happens with this. I would say they must have something or most likely do have something if they're willing to go and make such a horse and pony show out of this. Mm. The one thing is, guys, what does it mean when it comes to the FBI? There is some criticisms right now coming out from Merrick Garland mm. regarding his handling of Mar-a-Lago and the raid. And where are the charges if there's going to be charges? Flip side, does this make the FBI look too political once again? Obviously, mm. Mike, like Mike Lindell, you know, sort of a he's a he's adjacent. Right. He's not a main character, perhaps. But if he did do something with the Colorado voting machines, like copying the sensitive data, the proprietary data, then, yeah, this would be massively illegal and against the Democratic Republic and the, the Republic that we live. It, it sadly, it fits the narrative of the FBI is out to get Trump and anyone who helped Trump. But the mm. reality is, is the FBI is probably just doing its job and following all the leads. And uh, apparently, it, you know, Mike Lindell says he doesn't know this Tina Peters, but he paid for like flights and lodging. And I don't know. I don't I don't randomly just pay for hotels and flights for people I don't know. No, I, I don't usually either. And if I do do that, I will get to know them. Right. Um, because we will be then having sex with each other. <laughs> Right. So it just, again, there's so much smoke and there's so much grift going on. Mm -hmm. There has to be something to all of this. And the road to hell is paved with dumb intentions. And these people mm. are just so effing stupid. They can't seem to get themselves out of trouble. It's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. I mean, again, you know. All these people are part of Trump world. And I think what we've seen really is just that at some point they do get caught for something, right? I mean, we think of the myriad of things that Donald Trump himself has gotten away with. And it could very well turn out to be that the one thing he doesn't get away with is keeping a bunch of classified documents at his private residence after leaving 
the White House, which you're not supposed to do. And it is kind of like one of those things with Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell was pleading uh, Trump to uh, basically ignore the will of the voters after the 2020 election. He was going, he was seen going in and out of the White House with pretty much a bunch of binders that had the whole plan intact. So if the one thing he gets caught on, (laughs) you know, for his role in all this is basically trying to prove that you can hack a voter registration system or machine and then getting caught for that. I mean, it's poetic justice. And uh, yes, absolutely. I'm going to get me a a pair of Mike Lindell slippers and I'm going to get 15 Steve Bannon Mm -hmm. shirts and I'm going to see what I can get away with. Well, while I was reading stories for this, I read the one story where back in January, he said that 90% of the country had taken part in the scheme to steal the presidency from Trump. So if 90% of the people didn't vote for you, how you you are clearly still smoking crack cocaine, sir. It is. Oh, yeah. That's, just, that's why he doesn't sleep. That's why he can't sleep too much crack. It's just so erotic because they're like, everyone's hacking into the machines. And then they try to hack into the machines to prove that you can hack, in, hack into the machines and then they get arrested for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's play a clip right out of the jackass's mouth, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is on Lindell TV. And this is uh, Mike Lindell explaining what happened. Well, everybody, welcome to the Lindell Report. And uh, <laughs> I guess uh, I have my own breaking news tonight. Um, we, uh, this afternoon, I was uh, I went down uh, hunting in Iowa for the early teal season with my friend this morning at 4 a.m. We got up, headed down to Iowa. We are coming back and uh, we were we stopped to get, go through a Hardee's in Mankato, where I was born in Mankato, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And cars pulled up in front of us, to the side of us and behind us. And I said, um, these are either bad guys or the FBI. Well, yeah. it turns out they were the FBI. All right. So there <laughs> wow. you go. You can't even go through a Hardee's after you try to interfere with an election anymore. Oh. <laughs> When it comes to the conversation of freedom, 14th and Fourth Amendment, those are real things. These are not the victims of government conspiracy, Bannon, Lindell, none of these people, Rhodes. These people have so much effing privilege. The fact that they're still around and the fact it took them this long to get arrested is insane. Let's move on a little bit. I want to talk about this story about a sexual assault victim. Now, she filled out a rape kit. Right. So naturally, they would take her DNA. So... So this happened in San Francisco, San Francisco police. There was a burglary case and they were like, okay, this woman's a suspect. Instead of doing what they should do with the DNA rape kit, which is find a person's rapist. They used the DNA from that kit to arrest this woman who was raped, got a rape kit and was a suspect in a burglary. This is absolutely horrendous. And this is not why uh, rape kits were supposed to be. In place. Mm-hmm. So the woman identified only as Jane Doe alleges that law enforcement officers took her DNA in November 2016 as part of an investigation into her sexual assault. The San Francisco Police Department then, without her consent, put that DNA into a database and has for years tested Whoa. it against crime scene DNA. Wow. So talk about an effing colossal this is just why do we have mistrust? Mm -hmm. Why do people have mistrust of the police? They took what was supposed to be very sensitive information. This woman was sexually assaulted. She did everything right, got the DNA kit, 
And now they're using their that DNA on a regular basis to test against right, crime scenes. Like, Let's see if you commit a crime. Okay. Now, obviously, you shouldn't be committing crimes, including burglary. But that is besides mm-hmm. the point in this case. So in December of 2021, the uh, San Francisco PD ran DNA from a burglary case against the database and matched Doe to the crime. So I don't think they found Jeez. her rapist, but they wow. did find her for committing something far less than rape, which is burglary. Again, not good, mm-hmm. but let's take a look at the greater whole here. This is absolutely horrendous. So the San Francisco Police Department sought an arrest warrant for Doe and relied on the DNA match in the warrant. She was arrested and charged with several burglary defenses. The charges, however, were later dropped. Again, uh, the suit states Doe argues in the lawsuit against the city and the county and several police officials that use her DNA represented an unlawful search and seizure that violated her civil rights, which I completely and utterly agree with. According to civil rights attorney Adante Pointer, uh, they say it was a clear example of government overreach. Absolutely. So, why then, you know, as we live, we'll get, we'll get to abortion here in a second and all that stuff. Um, why would anyone trust any of these institutions? Why would they trust the PD? Right. San, this is supposed to be a liberal bastion right. of this is San whatever Francisco. freedom, but obviously it's not. It's corrupt in its own way. San Francisco is so downhill. It's like literally downhill, um, which <laughs> is really devastating and sad because it has such great history and what the politicians have done to it is just devastating. And big tech, of course, mm-hmm. who are all complicit in this stuff. Um, what does this mean? If you were, you know, raped, and now we can talk about this in the context of Visa MasterCard. Now, the credit card companies, uh, they have said that they're going to start tracking gun store purchases. Now, obviously, this is done under the guise of protecting people from gun violence and mass violence and getting a system of tracking, you know, who purchases guns and who doesn't. The one thing that I do mm-hmm. have an issue with is when does it stop? Because right. if you have them, if you have police departments using DNA from a rape kit in order to match it to a string of burglaries, what's going to stop credit card giants like Visa, MasterCard, and American Express from snitching on somebody who bought Plan B in Texas when it becomes illegal? Right. And that's the concern. These corporations and the and the government are now joining forces to create mm-hmm. this unbelievable surveillance state that's so it's I mean, it's on par with China at this point. And I just think it leads to a massive amount of social distrust. And I, I just and it's going to affect the people who need our help the most. Um, you know how we always say it comes or what you always say, it comes home to roost. Yes. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. I, as an immigrant felt like mm-hmm. this was going to happen when they turned on all the DACA recipients, you know, before right. they, they made us, they made not me, but they made all of them sign up and mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to help you. And then all of a sudden they start deporting them. That was, that was a, a minority. Now they're just basically moving it onto the regular yeah. class of people. Right. Everyone gets the same treatment now. And again, and continuing on with a different story when it comes to New York City subways, they're moving on to an omni payment system. Mm. Now, this is going to be a phone. Basically, it's an app. You're no longer swiping the cards. But this will be a real-time system for tracking. So speaking of DACA, speaking of unregistered people, all of this stuff is going to be used, put into a database, And it's going to be able to, you will be arrested because you need to take the subway. And because of that, um, ICE is going to have all of your information. It's so scary and so dangerous right now. And 
you just have to wonder, where is our Constitution when it comes to our privacy? No one even really discusses it anymore. I almost feel like as a society, we've already decided to throw it away. Oh, sure. I mean, we've been on this slippery slope uh, for a while. I mean, I think I've said it on this show before, but never forget what Benito Mussolini, the father of fascism, said. And that is that fascism should just be called corporatism because it is a merger of state and corporate power. And that's exactly what we're doing here with the big tech companies, the big credit card companies, prison industrial complex, you name it. And you're absolutely right, Ben. It sucks that it's happening in liberal areas. I mean, last week we covered the the prison uh, situation in Connecticut. You know, Connecticut right. is a blue state. It's a eastern elite stay. coastals. Exactly. But you have to pay for your own jail time, even in a blue state like Connecticut. And I mean, again, Democrats have the same criminal justice problems in their cities and their counties that Republicans are putting forth in red states. And this is just more of the same. I mean, again, New York right there. I mean, I I remember for years just trying to get the swipe down with getting into the subways. It was so hard. You keep you, you keep banging your crotch. And you're like, ah, I can't figure right. it out. And so they're trying to roll out these things as, well, this will be more convenient for you. It's just on your phone. But that's even more classist than – you know, having to to get the the swipe down because now you well, need to have a phone to ride the subway. Absolutely. And it's a public utility. According to Albert Foxconn, not of the Foxconn scam that took place in Wisconsin, Albert Foxconn, he's the executive director of the Civil Rights and Privacy Group Surveillance Technology Oversight Project. They say we can't claim to be a sanctuary city and have protections for those targeted by ICE and still have no clear protections on how this data is flowing. There's so much risk for abuse, whether it's tracking New Yorkers for their political beliefs, tracking them for their religion, or tracking uh, anyone else who falls into disfavor. So all of it's happening right in front of our eyes under, as Travis just said, the guise of of convenience. Uh But when you're Mm -hmm. detained, there's not going to be anything convenient about that. And what else do you want people to do? You know, when I worked in the bar business and the restaurant business, there's a lot of undocumented people. Uh, that work in those businesses, they make New York City function. Right. The right. backs, the New York City functions on the backs of immigrants. That's how it works. And now, if let's say you are a proprietor of a fine little bar, how are you going to get employees? Mm-hmm. They can't take the subway anymore. It's just horrible. And I want to stress that this isn't something that's just going to affect minorities. Uh, a great example of this is Amazon's latest purchase of the Roomba. You, uh, you heard about this, no, right? No, I didn't. So Amazon purchased Roomba, which means Amazon now has uh, secretly acquired uh, layouts of everyone's houses. Oh. Now, basically, oh Amazon, Amazon could coordinate with police officers to coordinate, make raids on your home more efficient now because they know the layout of your house. Thanks to the Roomba you oh have in your gosh. house. So the 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 one, two, three steps that it takes for us to descend into like Orwellian territory, right. we're we're right there. We're right on the cusp. And I just don't have I faith. I can't believe my Roomba has been spying on me this entire time. And boy, that Roomba has a lot to say. You're jerking off way too much, Roomba. <laughs> oh, thank you. That Roomba is that Roomba is sick and tired <laughs> of cleaning up after you. I don't have any faith in the MTA. I have no faith in Visa, MasterCard, or American Express. Mm -hmm. Even if in this case with Visa and MasterCard and so on, they're doing it under the guise, again, of public safety. Absolutely not. They don't give a shit. Right. This is about data 
This is about a government contract, mm-hmm. and this is about them making a bunch of money. If you're going to go do something that is violent, first of all, this is in hindsight. They mm-hmm. will know that you purchased it with MasterCard or whatever. <laughs> right. And second <laughs> sure. of all, you'll just buy it in cash or get it illegally off the street. Right. This is so invasive. And I, I know, again, the road to hell. It just That's what it reminds me of. Because right. supporters, you know, they say it's a development that it's a critical step in undermining the flow of guns into the hands of violent people. I just don't think that it, I don't think that it does. I think this just builds a larger um, anatomy for human beings right. that then you can target with marketing. You can target with um, targeted ads. You create the algorithm based upon who they are. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, you either condemn them for it or you solidify their personalities because they're doing what you want them to be doing. Mm-hmm. This you know. starts, uh, what what mean you aren't, uh, soon it'll be very China-like. You aren't able to rent an apartment. You aren't able to go to certain restaurants. You aren't able to maybe live in certain neighborhoods because of your data. I'm just very scared as we, again, have a society now that is, we talk about this on side stories, time slips. Mm-hmm. Gay marriage is about to be voted on. Right. What you know, are we, I don't, 2014? It's insane. I, you know, people always forget, like, time isn't linear. We're going back in time. This is what MasterCard said in the statement. We now turn our focus to how it will be implemented by merchants and their banks as we continue to support lawful purchases on our network while protecting the privacy and decisions of individual cardholders. I can't imagine that if you're making an unlawful gun purchase, you would even do it with a credit card in the first place. Right, that's not smart. But again, nonetheless, it's <laughs> not, there's Tom Shalou, this guy, kind of the white devil. Um, he's real nice, but then he starts talking, and you're like, Tom, you're the white devil. Uh, but he would always say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not worried. You're not doing anything wrong now. There's nothing mm. moral about laws. Laws can be very immoral. That doesn't matter. As soon as they make whatever you're doing illegal, you're now breaking the law. Right. And that's the slippery slope that I see when it comes to tracking gun purchases. What mm-hmm. else do you track? Mm-hmm. Do you do it based upon states that have different laws? And do you do it um, for political reasons that then target groups of people that already um, have a lot going on? The joke, right? Of, you know, the joke that you're going to be on a list. It's not a joke anymore. That's oh, you're just, on a list. You're We're just all on a list. It. What kind of list, you know? Right. And there's, you know, there's a lot of talk about wanting special masters for certain cases. You're going to need a special master guard if you're going to want (laughs) to buy all those guns, sir, and not be detected. It also reminds me of of what Fernando just said about uh, the DACA folks, right? That was the total setup of, we're going to do this all legal, Mm -hmm. give us your address, give it, and then they used it against those people. And so a similar thing could pop up where you have legal law-abiding gun owners who are doing their purchases legally and not trying to hurt anybody. And, but you could be putting them at risk as well if if literally credit card companies are keeping this kind of information. Also, if you look at, you know, the Sullivan Act and the different kind of acts uh, that were against the Second Amendment that disarmed the Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. they look at certain groups of people that right. purchase guns and they that's, don't like that as much as other groups of people right. purchasing that's guns. Right. And then they have a reason to do God knows what. Right. Um, ne- never forget the NRA was for gun control in the 60s when they were trying to keep guns out of the hands of Black Panthers and other counterculture people. Oh, right. I mean, link link a gun purchase with cell phone data and I just put you in a location of a shooting if I need to. True. Does that I mean, it's two horrifying. and two. Wow. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And God forbid you were raped and filled out a rape kit. We'll just I'll have your data, test your all DNA. your DNA yeah. against it. And hopefully we we find out that that was what the criminal act was that we're going to bust, not uh, the person who accosted you. Anyway, speaking of gay marriage, Pat Toomey, a man who looks like he's uh, gotten socked to me a couple of times. <laughs> uh, he's decided to me. Uh, he hasn't decided to feel back legislation protecting same-sex marriage. Uh, I can't believe that we're talking about this still. It's unbelievable. So Toomey hopes for a delay in the uh, uncertain whip count for the same-sex marriage bill, which cruised surprisingly through the House with 47 GOP votes in July. These are people who said, yeah, let's protect same-sex marriage. But as we know, the Senate is really gone extreme. And I can't say for certain that they won't, first of all, not support uh, the supporting of same-sex marriage, but just straight up abolish it altogether. Yeah, that's actually uh, Rob Portman, uh, my Republican senator in Ohio. He was one of the first Republican senators to come out in support of gay marriage rights because his son was gay. And that was back in 2013. Um, so good on him for that. A broken Portman is right, uh, I don't know, twice a century, I guess. Um, but right. even he said recently uh, at uh, one of our, our big intel groundbreaking here in Ohio that he's not sure if they have the votes in the Senate to to codify it. And, and that means the 60 votes to, to keep it um, you know, right. safe from filibuster, basically. So that means, what, 10 Republican senators? I mean, as of now, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, they're all behind it, but they can't find seven more votes, apparently, of Republican it's senators. It's unbelievable. Exactly. It's unbelievable. And of course, when it comes to marriage, it's about taxes. Mm-hmm. You get certain rights that are given right. to you. Uh, if you're partner is sick, you get to go to the hospital with them. So if they don't codify it, as we know, with the Supreme Court, I could just see them doing away with it. (sighs) And then it goes back to the states. Who's next? Exactly. Who is next? Well, Lindsey Graham doesn't want to get married, so he doesn't care. (laughs) Okay, good for him. No. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I want to play this sound real quick of Lindsey Graham introducing a nationwide 15-week abortion ban. Incredible. It's insane. If you would have said this was going to happen five years ago on national television or wherever the fuck this was. I I just can't imagine this is a political winner. If you're the DNC, you just run this. I mean, they'll figure out a way to screw it up, of course. But this is not what people want. And certainly not at the federal level. It even goes against states' rights, which, of course, is what Mitch McConnell said they want to keep it to. All right, let's play this sound from Lindsey Graham. We will introduce legislation, I, along with a lot of my colleagues, uh, to basically 
get America in a position at the federal level, I think is fairly consistent with the rest of the world. Can we? 15 weeks. A baby's at the 15-week period. What does that mean? Well, it means if you're going to operate on the baby, which happens to save the child's life, to provide medical treatment, the standard practice in medicine is to provide anesthesia. Now, why would you do that? You provide anesthesia because the science tells us at the 15-week period, the nerve endings of the baby are pretty well developed and the child feels pain. So here's our point, that if you have to provide anesthesia to keep the baby from feeling pain to help save its life, should we as a nation be aborting babies that can feel excruciating pain from an abortion? Here's what I think. I think we should have a law at the federal level that would say after 15 weeks, no abortion on demand, except in cases of rape, incest, to save the life of the mother, and that should be where America's at. And what would that mean if we adopted that position? The next chart. If we adopted my bill, our bill, we would be in the mainstream of most everybody else in the world. I think there are 47 of the 50 European countries have a ban on abortion from 12 to 15 weeks. And I picked 15 weeks, which is a little longer than Belgium, Germany, and Spain, longer than France, Denmark, and Norway. Now, why did I do that? Because I feel comfortable at 15 weeks, the science tells us that the nerve endings are developed to the point that the unborn child feels pain. So the theory of the case here is not to be like Europe so much, is to have a standard in America that would prohibit abortions uh, during the birthing process at a stage where it's pretty clear from the science and most of the world uh, this should be a no-go unless there's some extraordinary reason. So we will be introducing this bill uh, as of like right now. <laughs> uh, people will join. I hope it will be bipartisan. And we will have a debate if we're allowed to bring it up as to why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, abortion is a contentious issue. Uh, post Dobbs, uh, America's got to make some decisions. And the first thing I would say about uh, the Dobbs decision is that abortion's not banned in America. It's left up to elected officials in America to define the issue. You have mm -hmm. states have the ability to do it at the state level, and we have the ability in Washington to speak on this issue if we choose. Right. I have chosen to speak. There you go. Lindsey Graham not understanding whatsoever the pain of a child that may be forced to give birth Ugh. to a child after things like rape or incest. It's about power. It always has been about power. Lindsey Graham doesn't care about the feelings of a fetus. This is about mm -hmm. revenge for Kavanaugh. That's what the, all of this is for. Uh, this is about forcing people to have children, to give birth, despite their circumstances that are unbeknownst to us. And as we just talked about with the woman that filled out a rape kit in 2016, many rapes, most of them do not go punished. Most right. of them are not proven. So it's just draconian. Lindsey Graham knows nothing about what everyday people are going through. And to couch it with this idea that somehow he's concerned 
about the fetus's feelings is an absolute lie. It attempts to pull at the heartstrings. And obviously, in a perfect world, everything would be great and every baby would be born and then everyone would be like so loved and it would be whatever. (laughs) Just not the way it works. We Mm -hmm. live in the real world, as we saw in Ohio with the 10-year-old girl who was raped. These things happen. And the idea that they just say, with the exception of rape or incest, you have to prove those things. And I have a feeling most of these people who look like they're products of incest themselves probably (laughs) don't give a shit to prove that. Right. Not to mention the individual is pregnant. So, again, this is why we have to be so worried and hesitant about large corporations taking our data, giving it to the government. What was this medical bill for, Samantha? $17,000 for a procedure? It doesn't seem like you've had anything done. What do you need this plan B for? You just can't give these people this power. You can't do it. The government should be totally out of this. This is an individual choice. This is a 14th Amendment situation, Fourth Amendment situation, and the audacity of someone like Lindsey Graham to come forth with this draconian idea and then, of course, somehow equating it to being okay because Europe does it. Fuck Europe. I don't care. (laughs) This is America. Every place. Germany is the size of Wisconsin. That's called a state. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, it's like the European Union in general. If you took all of it, it's kind of like the size of America. Mm -hmm. But this needs to be held. I mean, to me, this needs to be what Roe put in place was protections federally. Mm -hmm. But at the best we can do, apparently, is to the state level. But the fact that he's bringing this up right now, you can tell there's some Republicans just wanting to blow their brains up. Be like, why are you why are you giving the Democrats so much fodder? And Lindsey Graham to that, he says it's going to be more difficult for the Democrats to defend their positions. But you know what? I really don't think it is. And one person who wouldn't be in favor of what Lindsey Graham is proposing is the man that he worships, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. a man that we know for a fact has paid for multiple abortions. And how many people that Lindsey is currently really close friends with, Hammond Biscuits, y'all, have paid for (laughs) abortions. Right. And without a doubt, no matter what, they will still do them. It's the poor. It's the people who are on the crosshairs of our society who will not be able to have access to medical care. And it's just disgusting. Uh, Two points that I I hate about this so much. I hate that we have to bring up rape and incest as if a woman only has a choice in in having a baby after she was raped or, you know, incest happened. That's besides the point. What really Mm -hmm. bothers me about this is when we talk about European gun laws, when we talk about European privacy laws, right. oh, don't you dare, this is America. But about this, immediately we're going to take Europe's example. Oh, oh, they do it at 15 weeks. We're, we're savages. Hate it, hate right. it, hate it. Yep. Yeah. And this is just a preview of you know what will happen if the Republicans do take back the Senate uh, in the midterm elections. I mean, this is why it's so critical. I mean, to your point, Ben, why did Lindsey Graham roll this out now as the midterm election season is really heating up? It's because he thinks this will be a positive for Republican candidates 
And it's again, it's a preview of what will happen if they do take over. They're going to try to ban abortions federally. At first, they were just saying after the fall of Roe v. Wade, they're like, well, we'll leave it up to the states. But this would change the game. This now would apply to Mm -hmm. blue states as well. California, New York, places like Colorado, where, where people still have access to these kinds of things. And again, the audacity of Lindsey Graham being the guy to roll this thing out. I mean, come on. Just yeah. he's just <laughs> jealous that he can't get pregnant no matter how many times he tries. Lord have mercy. Uh, well, there is something to that. Isn't this an issue that's not going to hit home for him? That right uh, there. Just nothing. He doesn't right, care. Right. You're right. He did no he dogs care. in the game. No dogs. None whatsoever. All right, everyone. Well, just lastly, Ken Starr is dead. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> Killed? Whoa. Killed, perhaps, at 76 with a long health crisis. Who knows? <laughs> Jeez. The Clintons work very <laughs> slow and meticulously. Slow. That's how. Slow. Uh, anyway, more important now than ever to vote. And uh, also, one thing on Fetterman. I was speaking with Natalie's mom in, uh, we were in Pittsburgh. Right. John Pittsburgh, Fetterman is yeah. not Jewish. He's not Jewish. I read that wrong. Oh. Uh, a journalist told me that he was but he's not, but he is supported uh, by most of the Jewish caucuses in Pennsylvania. And I think that raises that means something that means a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. yes, more of a reason, more of a reason than ever to look at Tim Ryan and look at, you know, cause JD Vance, they'll go right along with this. If JD Vance is in there, he's voting uh, against abortion rights. He's voting against choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. what he's voting against. And that's what these people are going to do. And they think it's a political winner and it is absolutely horrendous. That's right. And Wisconsin, your home, your home state as well, Ben. Uh, Mandela Barnes is up on Ron Johnson. So, you, you know, Ron Johnson has definitely gone out and said he's he's not going to vote in favor of gay marriage rights. He's not going to vote in favor of women's rights. And Wisconsin, I think it was the birthplace of true progressivism right back in the early 1900s. So I think Wisconsin is going to send Mr. Ron Johnson back to Moscow for the July 4th holidays. I freaking hips. Uh, hips so. I hope so. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back a little bit later on this week to blab more about the Senate and all those fun things. Okay, everyone, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.